Well, good morning. Uh, I'll get started right away. I know offerings going around, but uh, I'll introduce myself. I'm uh, Chris. Um, me and my wife and two-year-old daughter uh, attend here at Lakeside. We've been here for about six years or, or five and a half years or so. Um, and Pastor Paul gets me to preach maybe once a year, usually falling around New Year's Eve, um, New Year's Day or whatever. So um, this is this is when I'm preaching. So uh, really excited to be able to, to talk to you this morning. And uh, again, if you don't know me, I'd love to get to know you after this or in, in future Sundays as well. Um, as I was preparing uh, for the talk, Pastor Paul normally just says you can kind of preach on whatever you want, which often isn't ideal. I would prefer he kind of just tells me what to do. And so um, anyways, I had a clean slate. And so I was, I was praying, I was reflecting, okay, what, what God do you want me to, to preach on? And a new song came on that I had never heard of. Uh, never heard before, and it was called When We Pray uh, by a band called Citizens. Um, and in the song, it repeats, in Jesus' name, amen. And that's kind of the premise of the whole song. And it got me thinking. It's such a simple song, um, yet it points to the very reason we are here today, Jesus. As we enter into a new year, I wanted to talk about why we pray in Jesus' name. What is the impact of the name of Jesus? And so that's what we're going to be talking about this morning. I don't know about you, but so many times uh, when we pray or when I pray, um, we kind of end our prayer and we say something like, in Jesus' name, amen. And we kind of say it, we kind of take that for granted, and we carry on um, with our day or carry on with whatever we're doing after that prayer. Much like the amen at the end of our prayer, we add in in Jesus' name as a sort of stamp to end our prayer. There are so many times I do that and, and I don't even think about it. And so this morning, I want to pause, and I want to talk about the magnitude of that statement in Jesus' name. There's a reason we say that, and it's the most important reason that you will ever hear. So we're going to digest this phrase in Jesus' name by looking into the Bible. And as we do, I pray and I trust that we can allow the name of Jesus to penetrate our thoughts and to penetrate our minds. The name of Jesus, as told throughout the entire Bible, showcases God's power Bring God, brings God glory and gives us access to God's power so that God can be glorified and we can be saved. Before we start, let's, let's do this. Let's pray. Um, let's open our heart and ask God um, what he wants us to hear this morning. So I'm just going to pray and then we'll uh, dive right in. Dear God, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for bringing us here this morning. Thank you for Lakeside. Thank you for um, everybody here. Um, Lord, I pray that as we... Uh, you know, sit back and, and, and listen, uh, that you uh, open our hearts to what it is that you want us to hear, including myself, Lord. I pray that you give me the words to say that aren't my words, that are completely your words, God, um, that you open all of our hearts to even digest just one piece of this um, so that we can move forward from here um, and know even a little bit more about who you are. Um, so I thank you for this, and I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Why Jesus? When we think about a name, in most cases, there's some importance to it. A name can mean our identity. We want our name to mean something. We want to represent our name well. Sure, we can have family ties. For example, my last name is Weir. Um, I'm sure there's some historical meaning to the name Weir if I dug deep enough. I've never done that. Um, but am I really tied to my name? Do I have the lineage of the Weir name so much so that it matters much in my mind? Not really. I mean, I like my name. It's fine. 
For some of you, you're likely way more tied to your name than I am. My other names, Christopher and Mark, do have some meaning. Christopher means bearing Christ. Um, and again, I, I want to represent that well. But, you know, my name is, is you know, it's, it's pretty basic. And that's okay. And as I continue to think about names, it becomes apparent as Melissa and I consider what to name our future child coming in February. We want a name that's going to mean something. We want a name um, that's going to sound nice. We want a name that doesn't correlate with negative experiences um, in our lives from people with that name. For others, specifically celebrities or historical figures, there's names that stand the test of time for both negative and positive reasons. There's meaning to name. Names mean something, yet there is a name that stands above all other names. Jesus. It's funny because when we think about it, the name Jesus is actually probably the most used name ever. When someone stubs their toe, we yell out the name Jesus. It means something, not because we're using it properly. In fact, when we do that, it's a very sad thing, and it's something the devil uses as a way to belittle the name of Jesus. But it means something. You never hear someone stub their toe and say, oh, Paul the Apostle, or oh, Michael Jordan. No, it's oh, Jesus Christ. This is sad because when we're doing that, we're actually belittling the name. We're belittling the most important name in all of humanity. Yet at the same time, the name of Jesus is the most important name we can ever know. And Jesus himself gives his disciples, and he gives you and I, um, permission. In fact, even a command to go into the world and to use his name. And as we do that, we can have the power to do works. We can have the power to do God's works through and only through the name of Jesus. We don't have the power through any other name. I can't go into a situation and say, by the power of Elijah, by the power of Christopher Weir, by the power of Taylor Swift. No, it's only the name of Jesus that gives us supernatural power. So why? What is the significance and what does this all mean for us? To understand this, we're going to look at a few attributes of the name of Jesus and why that is substantial to our lives as Christians. First, we're going to discover that the name of Je- what the name of Jesus means and why it points back to God to give God glory. Then we're going to look at how the name of Jesus is perfect and deserves all of our adoration, all of our praise. Finally, we're going to discover that through the power of Jesus' name, we have access to God's power and God's authority. And then we'll see that there's freedom and life as a result of the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus points back to God to give God glory. Throughout the Bible, there are over uh, 300 different names used for God. The reason for this is because it's impossible to fully describe and characterize God into one name, and so biblical authors would often uh, use various descriptions and names for God depending on the aspect of God that they are describing. For example, God in Isaiah 6.3 is described as holy, and holy is the only attribute of God repeated three times. God is called Alpha and Omega, which means beginning and end. God is called I Am, because he was and always is. Um, The verse uh, very used during uh, Christmas, Isaiah 9, 6, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. God is called Sanctuary. God is called Merciful. God is called Savior, and he is called Jesus. Jesus becomes the catalyst for all humanity to have access to God. Just like there is significance to God being called Alpha and Omega, significance to God being called the Holy One, there is an eternal significance to the name Jesus 
So much so that it has become the most important name in all of history. One that both gets revered and also ridiculed and misused. When we think about the name of Jesus, again, as, as Christians, it's a name that is so common, yet we so often forget to reflect on the magnitude of it. Jesus points back to his Father. Jesus, being fully God, points back to God himself. We see in Matthew 1.21 that the name of Jesus was handpicked by God. Matthew 1.21 says, She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Right at the beginning of the Gospel of Matthew, we see plain as day that God picked the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus comes from the Hebrew name Yehoshua, and it actually means to deliver, or God is deliverance. Jesus literally means to deliver or to rescue. The last little bit of that verse, and he will save his people from their sins, is the very meaning of the name of Jesus. There's lots to the Hebrew name Yehoshua, but for the sake of time, if you understand Jesus as deliverance or as rescue, that's the important piece to remember. So Jesus was given to us by God, as God, for the purpose of rescuing us from our sins. How does that point back to the Father? How does this rescuing bring God glory? Well, the mission of Jesus reflects the heart of God to bring glory to God. Luke 19, verse 10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Another name for Jesus, the Son of Man, is a designation that Jesus is as human as we are, while also being fully God. Jesus was a son of Adam, and that he is the coming Messiah who has been given authority by the Most High, which is another name for God, and reigns over his kingdom through his weakness seen most clearly at the cross. So the Son of Man, Jesus, being both fully human and fully God, came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus came for you, and he came for me. Jesus Christ, the Christ referring to uh, Jesus the Anointed One, Jesus fully God and fully human, anointed by God, to save humanity, to rescue us. Jesus' mission is to save those that are apart from God. And the only way to save us is by paying the price for our sin on the cross so that we can also be connected to the Father. God gave us himself so that we could be connected to him. Jesus literally means to, literally meaning to rescue is fully God and was given to us by God so that we can be connected to God and therefore bring God glory. By nature, we are sinful beings. By nature, we are separated from God. And the only way to be connected to God is through God himself, through Jesus. Through Jesus, God glorifies himself by providing a way of salvation, by redeeming us, and by empowering us to once again honor God with our lives. There are many, many, many illustrations of this throughout the Bible. Um, But I love what the prophet Ezekiel outlines in Ezekiel 36, the redemption plan by God. It says, Therefore say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned, which is misused among the nations, and which you have profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God. And through you, I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. God has a plan to redeem his name. God has a, 
it, that outlines that God is about to act, to make his holy name known. God makes it clear that through his name, which becomes Jesus, which the Israelites knew, and which we can know, uh, we bring God glory. Every time we pray in the name of Jesus, every time we say God's name, we bring glory to God. God's glory is revealed through the world, to the world, through Jesus, and through our salvation. And the nations will know that I am the Lord. Through you and I, as we live our life, as we follow Jesus, and as we use the name of Jesus in reverence to his redemption for us through the cross, we bring God glory. And get this. We bring God glory not just on earth, but also for all of heaven and earth. God's glory is revealed through the name of Jesus and the redemptive work on the cross for all to see both on earth and in heaven and in all of the heavenly realms. Philippians 2, 9-11 sums this up perfectly. I love this. It says, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That sums it up right there. We also see in Revelation, as the Bible concludes with people from every nation joining the angels and singing praises to God's glory in Revelation 5 and 7. We see in Revelation 21 that people share in God's glory by living in his presence for all of eternity. Through the name of Jesus, which brings rescue, that's the definition, to us, and then in turn our lives become an example of God's glory for both the world that we live in and for the heavenly realms that we don't even see and for the heavenly realms for all of eternity. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. Let me say something on a, on a side note. Um, this is also why uh, using the name of Jesus in a derogatory way, when we stub our toe and we shout the name Jesus Christ, um, it's a way that the devil uses uh, in an attempt to belittle and to bring down the name of Jesus. When we use the name of Jesus, or any name of God for that matter, in any other way than bringing glory to him, In any other way than pure reverence, we do not bring glory to God, and we sinfully throw the most powerful name in eternity aside. We belittle it with empty praise instead of revering it with pure adoration. For example, the name of God um, was so profoundly sacred that Orthodox Jews would often not even pronounce the name of God in normal conversation. In fact, as scribes used to make copies of the Bible... When they came to the name of God or when they came to the name of Jesus, they would put their pen down, they would get up, they would take a a bath or a shower, they would put on different clothes, and then they would write with a whole other pen that had never been used before, the holy name of God. The holy name of God used to be that holy, that sacred, that reverenced, that honored. Our society has taken the name of Jesus and we've belittled it down to nothing, almost worse than nothing. Let's be careful and let's use the name of Jesus for what it is. God's name that means rescue, which redeems us through God's grace and Jesus' sacrifices on the cross so that his name can be glorified for all eternity on earth and in the heavenly places. When the Father, when God, chose the name Jesus, what he did is he told everyone that his goal was the redemption and salvation of mankind. That is what, that is what he wanted. And that is what he accomplished through the name of Jesus. 
Now that we understand at least a generalized view of what the name of Jesus means, we can dive into the fact that the name of Jesus is perfect and deserves all of our adoration, all of our praise. The name of Jesus has no blemish. Another name uh, for Jesus or description of Jesus is as the Lamb, and you can see that throughout a lot of different scripture, but in 1 Peter 1, uh, 19, it says, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. The only way that Jesus could redeem us and therefore bring God glory is by being perfect, is by being without blemish. Peter, in his letter, illustrates Jesus as a perfect lamb, a perfect sacrifice who died and rose again, bringing God glory. John the Baptist uh, also describes Jesus as the lamb in John 1.29. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The lamb of God is described is, or the lamb of God as Jesus is described represents the perfect sacrifice for all of humanity. Up until Jesus, the only way to have access to God is, was through a strict and complicated series of sacrifices which included a lamb, and you can go back to the origin of the lamb um, as a sacrifice during the first Passover, which was God delivering the Israelites from Egypt in Exodus 12, 3-6, and you can read all about that. And in that, in that story and in that incredible act of deliverance, God said anybody that, that used the lamb and put the, lamb, uh, the blood of the lamb on their doorway would be delivered from Egypt, would be saved and then delivered. This type of sacrifice continued until Jesus, who became the ultimate lamb, a perfect sacrifice, and the only way for us, as sinful beings, to be connected to a holy God who literally cannot be near sin. Without the sacrifice of the lamb, without the sacrifice of Jesus, we have no deliverance. Without God, the Israelites would never have been delivered from Egypt. Without Jesus, we could not be delivered from our sins. The only way for us to be delivered was for someone else to take the penalty for our unholiness. And that had to be someone perfect. And since only perfection comes from God, God sent himself through Jesus as the lamb without blemish for our deliverance and to bring himself glory. So Jesus Christ, fully human and fully God, meaning to rescue and to deliver, is also the perfect lamb used for our deliverance from our sins so that we could be connected with God and therefore bring God glory. I think that deserves praise. To every other name, we can attach a list of good and evils done by that person. But to the name of Jesus, we can only attach praise, honor, worship. The Bible tells us that when his name is heard, it is to be reverenced through praise and worship. Instead of, Jesus, instead of using Jesus when we stub our toe or as an exclamation point on an earthly statement, oh my God, look at that, we're tasked with revering the name and bringing God glory. In fact, since we are redeemed through the name of Jesus, our heart should be drawn to worship. Our heart should be drawn to adoration. Our heart should be drawn to glorifying God in all that we do. That's why we worship on Sunday morning. We don't throw songs up here as a concert or because it sounds good, although it does. Thank you, worship team, very much. But we do it to bring glory to God. Our worship to the name of Jesus involves humility. It involves coming before God with arms raised, with eyes closed, on our knees, whatever you want, in complete surrender and reverence to God. Because without God, because without God's deliverance, 
Without God's rescue, without God's gift through the perfect Lamb of Jesus, we would be nothing and we would be apart from God. We are here to worship and praise God because he rescued us. We have nothing else to praise other than God. That is our purpose, and it's an amazing purpose because we have connection with God himself. And get this, as we said, when we do this, when we praise God, it's heard both on earth and in heaven. The precious name of Jesus is honored as it is nowhere else. When the name of Jesus is heard in the heavenly realms, it is the catalyst for rejoicing and praise. And there's lots of scripture, especially in Revelation, of describing the, the praise that, the, that the, um, the heavenly beings would have of the name of Jesus. As we truly revere the name of Jesus, who rescued us as the lamb without blemish, we bring God glory. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. That's why we need to take the name of Jesus seriously, out of adoration and out of worship. Now that we've understood the meaning of the name of Jesus and why we also have praise and we adore the name, we can think about the power that comes with the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have power. There is an amazing dialogue in John chapter 14 in which Jesus talks to his disciples and he empowers them with his power. That's God's power. John 14, 10 to 14 says this. And this is Jesus talking to his disciples. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. As we understand the name of Jesus and the redemption that it brings us, the rescue that it brings us, and the glory that that brings God, both on earth and in heaven, Jesus makes it clear that when those who believe use his name, we have power. We have access to God's power through the name of Jesus. In fact, Jesus wants us to ask in his name. This power can be seen both on earth and in heaven. This power in Jesus' name is the most profound thing you will ever hear. All who trust in the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved and we have access to God's power and God's authority. Isn't that amazing? We're saved and we have access to God's power. That's incredible. Jesus gives his disciples and he gives us his authority to do great things. Not through our own power, but through the power of Jesus through the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about these verses quickly. Jesus says, Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. These are often uh, words that get misused as some sort of rubber stamp or a magical potion that allows somebody to ask for whatever they want in Jesus' name and expect to get it. Instead, to pray in Jesus' name is to pray in accordance with the will of God. Jesus came as our rescuer to save us as the lamb without blemish, 
And when we then pray in his name, we are asking for God's will to be done. We see this summarized in 1 John uh, 5, uh, 15. It says, or 5.14, and this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. We don't pray in Jesus' name as a rubber stamp or to get whatever we want. We pray in Jesus' name to acknowledge our surrender to God and to ask God's will to be done through Jesus. Praying in Jesus' name is allowing the truth of Jesus to be first and foremost in our lives and the ultimate goal of Jesus to rescue, to be revealed, which is the will of God. We also pray in the authority of Jesus, which I'm going to talk about in a second. Jesus is saying that he will promise to do the request of any prayer in his name for the purpose to glorify the Father through him. The reality is that we don't always know the plans that God has. Yet God will be glorified even if it's not the plans that we want, even if it's not the plans that we expect. When we pray in Jesus' name, we have a promise that Jesus will do it if it will fulfill the purpose of glorifying God. And remember, God's glory is for our benefit. The purpose of prayer does not always end in exactly what we want or expect, but what it does is it ends in a promise that Jesus will glorify his Father. And God's glory is for our benefit. It's for our rescue. As we pray in Jesus' name, as we humble ourselves to the will of God through Jesus alone, and as we ask that God's will will be done so that God is glorified. Our mindset has to be of surrender. Our mindset has to be of reverence, has to be of obedience to the will of God because of how God rescued us with himself, Jesus. We have access to the power of God through Jesus, but only to ultimately bring God glory. God's glory is the side that I want to be on, both on earth and in heaven. When we pray in Jesus' name, we're ultimately saying something like, I pray all these things so that God may be glorified through Jesus. When we do this humbly, God will be glorified and God's power and authority given to us in his way and in his timing. This power and authority through the name of Jesus can result in healing. It gives us authority over the devil. It gives us authority over sin. It gives us victory and it gives us life. Through the power of Jesus' name, we have access to God's power and God's authority. There are many, many times written throughout the Gospels that show the power and authority that Jesus has. The Gospels depict at least 17 different healing miracles that Jesus performed, along with many other miracles that were not of a healing nature. And in John 21 to 25, we also see uh, that there, it says, now there are many other things that Jesus did, were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. This same power that Jesus had while he was on earth is given to us through the Holy Spirit. Why? Remember before, so that God can be glorified as we humbly pray in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, healing can be done. There is also authority through the name of Jesus. Luke 4.41, And demons also came out of many, crying, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ. This authority, again, is seen countless times throughout the gospel. 
When we pray in Jesus' name, we pray in the authority of Jesus. Luke 15 sums up how we can, uh, when we abide in Jesus, it says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. As we abide in Jesus as our rescuer for the purpose of giving God glory and acknowledging that without Jesus, we are not rescued. We are able to do amazing things in Jesus' name with Jesus' authority. And again, Jesus' authority is God's authority so that God can be glorified. With this, uh, with this authority, healing can happen. With this authority, storms can subside. Matthew 4.39, And Jesus awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Even demons know and understand the magnitude of the name of Jesus. When we speak his name, demons are cast out. In Acts, there's an incredible story of um, the Apostle Paul. It says, uh, and this, this girl kept following them who was, uh, had a, a, an evil spirit in her. And, and it says in verse, uh, Acts 16, verse 18, And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. This is healing power. This is authoritative power through the name of Jesus and given to us. Even the demons flee. People are healed. Isn't that amazing? All of this is done in Jesus' name so that God can be glorified. This morning, consider the power of praying in Jesus' name. It's not a small thing. We're asked as, as Jesus' followers to humble ourselves and acknowledge the work of Jesus, our rescuer on the cross. As we humble ourselves, as we give glory to God, as we live our life for the glory of God, God promises his power. He promises his authority. We have to understand that his power and his authority comes in God's timing, in God's way, and may not always make sense to us. Healing can happen, but sometimes God is, God is glorified even as healing doesn't happen, even when things don't makes sense. God is still glorified. It's hard, and I don't begin to understand all the many things that that you are going through as you listen this morning. But guess what? God understands. Jesus understands. And as we acknowledge Jesus truly, as we pray in Jesus' name, God will be glorified, and his perfect will will be done. What is incredible is that along with healing, Along with authority, we have victory through the name of Jesus. Romans 10.13, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. All who call on Jesus have victory. We have victory over death, victory over sin, victory over temptation. 1 Corinthians 15.56 paints an incredible picture uh, that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. An incredible picture. It says, The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. We have victory through the name of Jesus. Paul and the other apostles go on many, many times throughout the New Testament of the victory through Jesus. In Romans 8, 37 to 39, it says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. 
Through the name of Jesus, we have victory. This victory is profound. Um, I myself, I struggle a lot with anxiety. Um, I struggle a lot with the weight of my sin. I struggle a lot in many ways. And the name of Jesus quite literally breaks down all of these walls, breaks down the lies from the devil, gives me victory, not through my own doing, but purely by the power of Jesus' name. Um, I can remember a time I was feeling the weight of my sin. I was feeling the weight of who I was uh, before I knew Jesus. Um, the devil used this weight, and he bombarded me. I can actually remember uh, this clearly. I was lying in a tent of all places in the Florida Everglades. Uh, I couldn't sleep. The devil decided to throw a weight around my neck, decided to drag my thoughts into this dark hole where I felt worthless. I felt evil. I felt like I had no right to exist. The weight of my sin up until that point was crushing me, and the lies from the devil were telling me that I could never measure up. Let me tell you this. The only words that I could muster in the midst of tears, in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of a physical weight was one word, Jesus. I know it sounds far-fetched, but I still have this vivid picture in my mind. I was lying in a tent, and all I could see was this cloud. Maybe it was the fog from the Everglades. Maybe it was the bugs. But it was also a fog of doubt. It was this literal image of darkness in my mind that I could not shake because the devil was trying to grab a hold of me. The devil was trying to tell me that I am worthless because of my sin. As I lied there with the weight of this, I said one word, one name, Jesus. I said it, and then I said it again, and again, and again, Jesus. 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 That's all I could do. And every time I did, that weight started to go away. And no word of a lie, that cloud began to disappear. I don't know how long I laid there. I don't know how long I said it. But I probably repeated Jesus a hundred times. And in that moment, I was freed. That weight I had was gone. In that moment, I knew that God had forgiven me. I knew I was connected with God. The name of Jesus quite literally lifted me out of that moment. The lies of the devil were no match for the name of Jesus. Let me tell you this right now. In your life, the lies of the devil are no match for the name of Jesus. God is glorified as we shout the name of Jesus in our happiest moments and in our darkest moments. Maybe you're struggling with temptation and you just can't get rid of it. Jesus came to save you from that temptation. Start by saying the name of Jesus, and when you face it, you'll be surprised how powerful that can be. As you face the devil trying to lie to you and tell you that you're not good enough, that you've made too many mistakes to be truly loved, as you think, I'll never be loved, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not healthy enough, I'm too anxious, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power and there is victory from all of these things, not by your own strength, but purely by Jesus in his life for the glory of God on this earth and for all of the heavenly realms. As you sit here this morning and as you go into 2024, ask yourself this one question. Am I truly believing in the power of Jesus' name? If the answer to that is yes, ask yourself one more question. Ask yourself where in your life the name of Jesus can enter in. I promise you, 
as you do that with an open heart, as you surrender your life to Jesus for the glory of God, you will find victory. You will find freedom. And God will be glorified through you. Jesus promises this to his disciples, and he promises this to us. The name of Jesus can free you from your sin. The name of Jesus can free you from your burdens, can free you from your temptation, can free you from the lies the devil tries to tell you to make sure you go farther from God. The name of Jesus even the demons flee from. They tremble at the name. You have freedom. You have victory in the name of Jesus. Along with healing, along with authority, along with victory, through the name of Jesus, we also have life. John 10.10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. There is life through Jesus, through the name of Jesus. Jesus came to give us life. This life starts with knowing Jesus and the power that cuts through death to give us eternity with God so that we can glorify God for all of eternity as he rescued us. But it also gives us life to tackle even our darkest moments with the incredible power of Jesus. The name of Jesus means rescuer. And Jesus came to rescue us. And he points back to God to give God glory. The name of Jesus is perfect and deserves all of our adoration, all of our worship, all of our praise. Through the power of Jesus' name, we have access to God's power and God's authority. There is freedom and life as a result of the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus points back to God to give God glory. Is Jesus' name a focal point of your life? Is Jesus' name a focal point of your prayers? Not as a rubber stamp to get what you want, but as a confession of your humility before God and an acceptance of the unbelievable truth that God rescued you through Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, so be it. That's what amen means. In Jesus' name, let it be done according to the will of God, who is Jesus. We see Jesus even saying these words as he talks with his Father. If it is the Father's will, so be it. As we pray in Jesus' name, as we accept the so be it part, we allow the will of God to take over our life for our benefit and so that God can be glorified. If God did not have our best interest at heart, he would never have sent Jesus. There are many other ways that God could have chosen for himself to be glorified, yet he chose us. He chose you and I to showcase his glory. And this showcase is a result of Jesus and his perfect sacrifice. As we pray in Jesus' name, as we live under the amazing gift of Jesus' name, we are rescued We receive God's power. We receive God's authority. We are given victory, freedom, and life. All in God's timing, all in God's will, and all so that God can be glorified. This year, as you maybe go through seasons of doubt, as you go through seasons of pain, as you go through seasons that are difficult, but also seasons that are joyful and happy, remember the eternal power of Jesus' name, the freedom and the victory that it brings. Allow Jesus' name to penetrate your entire being. Throw yourself at the mercy of Jesus' name, and God will shake the earth to come and rescue you. God will overpower all of the darkness. God will blow you away because he has won, because he loves you, and because ultimately he will be glorified. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Let's pray. Dear God, you are, you are incredible. You, um, you painted a way, you, you caved a way, created a way for us to be rescued. Not because we deserved it, but because you love us and because you wanted to be glorified through us. Father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity to be rescued. I pray for all of us here this morning um, to consider the power of that. Maybe for those of us that don't know you, God, I pray that we can open our heart and lean into this rescue. Lean into asking for forgiveness. Lean into the sacrifice that you made on the cross and accept that with our whole being so that we can live in eternity with you. And for those of us that do know you, God, I pray that we can lean into your holy name and allow the power of this, the authoritative power of this, to enter into all of the places in our heart, the happy times, but also the times that, we're, that are dark, the times that we're tempted, the times that the devil tries to get a hold of us. I pray that we can lean into your name in the name of Jesus and just allow that to make a difference in our life because you have our best interests at heart, because your power even the devil is, is, is scared of. I thank you, Lord, for this. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.